0: Hi, listeners, and welcome to the True Crime Weekly podcast, a podcast that is based in San Diego and hosted by me, Alina Trujillo, and my producer, Jose Fernandez. This is a podcast where I will be bringing you stories of murders, infamous cases, and unsolved mysteries. On August 11th, 2009, Kayla called her mother to tell her that she was spending the day at a friend's house. Then at around 8.45 p.m., Kayla called a friend she had made plans with earlier that day and told him to pick her up at her father's house. Then Kayla yells at her dad, Dad, I'm going out, as she closes the door behind her. That would be the last time that Kayla's dad would ever hear his daughter's voice or see her again. This is the story of the disappearance of Kayla Berg. Okay, so Kayla Berg was born on August 29th 1993, and her parents' names were Hope Springer and James Spanbauer. Now, growing up in a small town of Antigua, Wisconsin with her older brother, Jimmy, she led a childhood filled with lots of family fun and outdoor adventures, as well as many camping trips, okay? Mm, Sounds like fun. Yeah. Well, she was a toddler, Kayla's parents separated, and not long after James was diagnosed with cancer. So oh, her that's dad was. Terrible. Mm-hmm. So even though Hope and James were separated, they had an open door policy when it came to the children, meaning that the kids can visit either parent whenever they wanted to. So there was no set schedule on these days you go with your dad, on these days you come with me.
1: It was kind of like their decision.
0: Right. It was the kids' decision if they want to go you know, with her dad or vice versa. Mm-hmm. All they had to do was let the other parent know. Got it. Okay. Now, Kayla was the light of James' life, and his sickness took a toll on her. Seeing what her father was going through resulted in Kayla's desire to make sure that everyone in her life was happy, and she never turned away a friend in need.
1: It's hmm. a lot of pressure to put on yourself.
0: It is, Yeah. Kayla was a talented gymnast who specialized in tumbling. And she'd been practicing in the sports since she was a little girl. And each time she had a competition, she made sure to give it her all. This was her life. Mm -hmm. So she was a member of her high school's team and was known to light up members up whenever she was at practice. So she just seems to have this brightness to her. And, you know, she was there to help people and make them smile and just make them happy.
1: Yeah, she sounds like a good person.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. In 2007, a friend of Kayla's introduced her to the party scene in Wasa, Wisconsin, which is a city located near Antigua. Now, the parties became the highlight of Kayla and her friends' weekends, but the girls often had to lie to their parents in order to attend any of those parties. And it's alleged that there was a lot of underage drinking, which I feel like, you know, it's kind of normal. You that's know? probably
1: the norm, I would say. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's okay, but, yeah. you know, I remember doing that a couple of times. Now, while in her sophomore year, Kayla began dating Miguel Marrero, who was four years older than her. Now, he and his friends resided in Wassa and were known to throw the parties that the girls had been attending. Okay. Now, as Hope, now remember, that's Kayla's mother. She mm-hmm. didn't approve of the age difference or the parties. And she asked that Kayla ended her relationship with Miguel.
1: Hmm.
0: In June of 2009, just as Kayla had finished her sophomore year, Kayla and her mother, Hope, moved to Texas. Now, Jimmy had recently graduated high school, so he decided to stay in town. Now, while in Texas, Hope was finding it really hard to find a job.
1: No, it's tough.
0: Mm -hmm. And Kayla was beginning to take... Risk by skipping school. So Hope had wished to bring her daughter Kayla to this new environment, right? She was Mm. thinking, you know, as a parent, when your child starts skipping school and you know they're attending parties and there's underage drinking, what are you going to do? Let's move to a new town, right? Yeah. She was probably thinking, I don't know, there's somebody in her life that's not a good influence on her, right? Right. So she's trying to remove Kayla from this situation and, you know, brand new start, you know, give her a brand new start. Right. Now, Kyla was wanting to keep her mother company, so she did agree to move with her. And after several weeks, Hope realized that prospects for a better life weren't as promising as she had believed. And James' health had also started to deteriorate. And Kayla's new high school didn't have the gymnastics team, just like her other one did. So,
1: Oh, that's a big deal.
0: Right. So on August 2nd, 2009, Hope and Kayla moved back to Antigua, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. You know, she finally realized, okay, this wasn't a good idea. Let's just go back. Yeah. It's there many... was just too many things with, you know, James' health deteriorating. And, you know, gymnastics was a big thing for Kayla. Yeah. It seemed
1: like her passion. Like mm-hmm. the only thing that was really like, okay, this is my thing. And you're going to take that away? That's, mm-hmm. that's really tough.
0: So now while they were moving, while they were making the move back, to Antigua, Hope looked for an apartment for her and Kayla, but mm-hmm. in the meantime, Hope stayed with a friend while Kayla lived with her father and grandparents, okay? Okay. As the summer progressed, Kayla reconnected with all of her old friends, including her ex-boyfriend, 19-year-old Miguel Marrero, okay? Oh, man. Now, the age difference, remember, it, it disturbed Hope.
1: Well, yeah, it's a four-year difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a big deal. I mean, at that age, you know? Yeah, and... so.
0: Hope had always disapproved of that relationship. Mm-hmm. Now, another friend of Kayla's was 24 year old Kevin Kilcheski, who was also close with Kayla's older brother, Jimmy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, Kevin was well known in the teenage world of Antigua because he frequently gave the high schoolers rides to house parties. Okay. He's like a
1: 24 year old at this point. He kind right? has, he's still in that scene. Weird, That's weird.
0: Right. I mean, I guess he's just trying to be cool because, remember, he's also friends with Kayla's older brother, Jimmy. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I still find it kind of weird, but okay. Now, every night, Kayla and her friends would sneak out of their houses and gather in Kevin's car, you know, for a fun adventure.
1: <laughs> well, I bet for them it definitely was. Exactly. I mean, it like mean, their ticket. You I know? think
0: that's definitely something that we all can relate to, you know? Yeah. Now... One of the parties Kayla went to was at Miguel's new rental house. Now, get this. His old one was condemned. So that's why he, Miguel Man. had a moved into this new rental house. Now, Kayla's friends noticed Miguel and Kayla were talking at the party and they seemed to enjoy each other's company. Mm-hmm. And their friends said that it was almost as if the breakup had never happened. Now, as you can imagine, Kayla was living the teenage summer dream, you know, nightly adventures, friends, bonding with family, and her 16th birthday was only a week away.
1: Yeah. Man, she's so young. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's seeing out
1: these like older, I don't know, it's like a a bad situation.
0: It's a bad situation, but I have to admit, that sounds a lot like me when I was that age.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I I can totally see that for a lot of people, you know?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Now, no one, including Kayla, knew it would all come to a screeching halt in the most horrific way possible. Now, let me tell you this, there is a very disturbing video that surfaced. So the video starts with a man sitting in front of the camera and he's bragging about his new girlfriend. His eyes are bulging in excitement and you can see that his fists are clenched. Mm -hmm. And then he says and I quote, I know she hates cameras, but I'm going to show you her anyway. Then you see the man skip over to a locked door and he pushes it open. Now, what was behind the door captured the nation's attention. It was a young girl on the floor in chains crying out in pain. Now, you can see in the camera that the girl's hair is covering half her face mm-hmm. as she's screaming in agony. Oh, my gosh. And you hear her say, why are you doing this? She's screaming as the man slams the door shut behind him, and the screams continue to echo through the house.
1: That's horrible.
0: And that's where the video ends.
1: That is so bad, oh.
0: It gave me chills when I saw it. It was a disturbing video on its own. But those who got a good glimpse of the captive girl made an even more disturbing observation. And that was that the girl in the video looked exactly like Kayla Bird, the 15-year-old girl who went missing in Wisconsin on August 11, 2009, only two months before the video was published on YouTube.
1: (sighs) That's terrible.
0: And I will tell you more about Kayla's disappearance after this commercial break. Ah. That was fantastic, Jose. You want to know what I just did? What'd you do? I just tried. I opened up, and you don't get any. I opened up the new wine that I received. From wine of the month club so do you Jose want to treat yourself or someone special to great wines month after month I would love to well now you can with wine of the month club with wine of the month club you get three different bottles of rare international wine every month you get to choose from all red all white or mixed you can also choose to do a package every two months or three months if that's a better option for you And every package ships with their monthly newsletter covering your selections and our listener favorites. Fun facts.
1: We are a proud affiliate, which means if you go to truecrimeweeklypodcast.com forward slash support the show and click on the Wine of the Club Month link and sign up, we will earn a commission.
0: You can support the show and get wine delivered to your door by using promo code HOLIDAY15 to get $15 off any four-month club. Or you can use promo code HOLIDAY20 for $20 off any six-months club, which sounds like a win-win to me. You get to stay home during this COVID-19 pandemic, quarantine by yourself, and your wines.
1: And they ship free.
0: What? Hey, Jose. So you know that during this pandemic, it could even be scary to go to the grocery store sometimes?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, you can save yourself that trip using Instacart. Instacart delivers groceries in as fast as one hour. Instacart highlights deals to help you save money. They find everything you usually buy. You can get smart suggestions for new items. They even pick the freshest produce and they keep your eggs safe too.
1: We are a proud affiliate of Instacart. So head over to TrueCrimeWeeklyPodcast.com forward slash support the show and click their link.
0: Now, I just described that horrible video that was posted on YouTube. Yeah, it sounds okay. awful. Let me tell you about the day that Kayla disappeared. Mm -hmm. It was August 11th, 2009, and it started off as a normal summer day. Kayla had left her father's house to hang out at the park with a friend named Natasha. Mm -hmm. Now, as the afternoon passed, the two decided to relax at Natasha's house. And Kevin ended up coming over to join them. Now, before Kayla left, she and Kevin made evening plans. The plan was that Kevin would pick her up from her father's house around 9 p.m., and the two would go on a drive and smoke some pot. Now, when Kayla said goodbye to Natasha, Kayla returned to her father's house a short time later, and she told her father that her day wasn't quite over because of her plans with Kevin. Okay. Okay. Now, she called her mother to let her know as well that she was going to be going out, and according to Kayla's mom, Hope... She stated that Kayla and her had talked over the phone and she said that Kayla said she might go see some friends, but that she would let her mom know. Mm -hmm. Then Hope said that Kayla said, I love you. And she said, I love you, too. And that was it. Then, you know, everything continued as planned, which was Kevin arrived and picked up Kayla at 9 p.m. at her father's house. And that's when her father was in a different room as she walked out the front door and said, Dad, I'm going out. And that would be the last time that James would ever hear his daughter's voice again.
1: That's terrible. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming they trusted this guy because he was friends with with Kayla's brother, right? Yes.
0: So remember, they also kind of didn't really approve of Kevin just because... You know, they knew that one, he was older, even older than Miguel. And Mm -hmm. two, you know, he's the one taking the teenagers to parties. But I think it was one of those. Well, we don't like him, but he's kind of harmless type of deal. I'm assuming I don't want to speak for them. I don't I'm not sure. But that's what I gathered from things. Yeah. Because remember, Hope didn't approve of him either. Mm -hmm. But I didn't really find anything on James if James approved of Kevin or not. Yeah. Or even Miguel, for that matter. So the following morning, James realized that Kayla had never returned home. So he ended up calling Kevin and asked, you know, about Kayla's whereabouts. Mm -hmm. And Kevin said he had dropped her off at a friend's house and he hadn't heard from her since. Now, when Kayla failed to show up that evening, James called Hope. Now, remember, the two parents had that open-door policy when it came to their children. So he's thinking perhaps Kayla was at Hope's house Mm -hmm. and had forgotten to tell him. But Hope hadn't heard from Kayla either. Oh, man. Yeah. So despite this, she wasn't alarmed because Kayla had a habit of hopping between friends' houses during the summer. So Hope wasn't too alarmed about it. She just figured, you know, Kayla will show up. You know, there's there's no sign of her right now, but I'm sure throughout the days we'll hear from her. She's probably crashing at a friend's house. Mm -hmm. But panic began to set in when Hope called several of Kayla's friends and everyone said they hadn't seen or heard from her since the 11th. Except for one friend named Beth. OK, OK, so this friend Beth said that Kayla visited her during her shift at a local McDonald's on the night of the 11th. Now, Kayla told her friend Beth of her plans that she had with Kevin, which allegedly was, you know, to smoke pot. Right. With him. So as Kayla walked towards the exit, she told Beth that she'd call her later. But Kayla never did. Mm -hmm. Now alarmed, Hope called Kevin, who told her that he had dropped Kayla off at Miguel's house.
1: Really? That's the first time that's coming out, because before he said a friend's house.
0: Right. So now he's saying Miguel's house. However, when Hope called Miguel, Miguel claimed he hadn't seen Kayla since his house party the previous weekend. Oh, man. Now, obviously... Hope is very suspicious of this, and right. she contacted Kevin again, and she pressed him further, but he couldn't remember many details. He couldn't even remember what Kayla was wearing. He couldn't tell Hope. Mm-hmm. Now, on August 17, 2009, six days after Kayla disappeared, Hope reported her missing. Oh, my God.
1: It seems like an eternity.
0: Right. But remember, there was no alarm in the beginning.
1: Yeah, no, I get that. I'm not trying to... But still, it just seems like an eternity.
0: hmm Now, for the Antigua Police Department, it would mark the start of the small town's biggest mystery. Now, despite Kayla's close relationship with her family, investigators initially classified her as a runaway. Now, this is because her friends seemed evasive when they were being questioned by police officers. And also because of her adventurous nature. So okay. with that combined, automatically, they thought she must be a runaway.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But as the days turned to weeks, authorities began to suspect something more sinister. Now, cops first questioned Kevin, the last person known to have seen Kayla. Right. And in an interview, he admitted to smoking pot with her prior to dropping her off at Miguel's house around 1030 p.m. Okay. okay. Afterwards, he headed back to his parents' home in Deerbrook, Wisconsin. Now, Kevin's mother, Kevin's mother, corroborated his account. However, there was one issue in Kevin's story. Really, get this: the house where he claimed to have dropped Kayla off—it
1: uh-huh.
0: was at Miguel's old house, which remember, oh, the
1: condemned house?
0: Exactly, it had been condemned. Now, according to Kayla's friends and Miguel himself. Kayla was aware that Miguel no longer lived there because, as mentioned before, she attended a party at his new rental house just weeks prior to her disappearance. Mm -hmm. So why would Kevin drop her off there? Right. Right. Now, Kevin's cell phone records also raised some more eyebrows. Okay. On August 11th, he contacted Kayla at 9 p.m., but his phone either died or was turned off soon after that. It was not turned on until the following afternoon. So as suspicion began to grow around Kevin, cops decided to take in his car for forensic testing.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Now, police also questioned Miguel. And when confronted with Kevin's story, Miguel claimed he hadn't seen Kayla since the house party and had made no plans to meet her the night of the 11th.
1: Hmm.
0: His cell phone records Supported his story because he didn't contact Kayla at all that day. And additionally, additional to that, he allowed, he also allowed investigators to search both his rental house and his condemned house. Mm-hmm. So both searches turned up no evidence of Kayla's no. presence. Like Kevin, Miguel willingly gave his car to police for forensic testing as well. Now, when the results came back, nothing of interest was found in either of the men's cars.
1: Oh my God.
0: Now, seven weeks after Kayla's disappearance, police returned to the condemned house and brought cadaver dogs. Mm-hmm. One dog got hit off a nearby pond, but after they searched the pond, they found nothing. Now, refusing to give up, Antigua police contacted Officer Carmen Corcoran of the Madison PD for assistance. Now, Officer Carmen hosted a unique array of dogs trained to specifically detect the odors of human decomposition. Now, police set up a line of 10 cars that included Miguel's and Kevin's. Okay? Interesting. As the dog walked through the row of vehicles, it got a hit on one car.
1: Oh man, which one? Kevin's. Oh wow.
0: Now. Officer Carmen agreed to have her dog aid in the searches as they got a hit on two properties that were tied to Kevin. One being his parents' Deerbrook property, Mm -hmm. the other a potato farm where he worked at. Now, there is an episode of Disappeared, and in this episode, Officer Carmen said, and I quote, to date, the only thing I can say is my dog continually says the odor of human remains is connected with one person of interest. Unquote. Wow. However, even if the dogs correctly identify the location of human remains, there's no evidence that they were those of Kayla or that Kevin was directly responsible for this. Yeah. Investigators would obviously need information before making an arrest, right? They would need more evidence. Mm -hmm. As the months turned into years, the case began to fade from the headlines.
1: That's terrible.
0: That is, until the video surfaced in 2016. Seven years after Kayla's disappearance, a YouTube video of a man holding a girl captive. And as I mentioned before, now the question was, was Kayla the girl in that video. Wow. And many people online believed that it was her. So the theory drew national news coverage and even Hope, Kayla's mother, was convinced. Mm -hmm. And during an interview, Hope said that the voice of the girl, and I quote, sounded like Kayla looked like her. It gave me chills. It's hard to explain. The video made me sick to my stomach. Literally. End quote. I can only
1: imagine. I mean, mm-hmm. oh, that must be so terrible to think. I'm watching this video. Mm-hmm. I don't know where my daughter is, and this is the first sign of her. Potentially, like oh,
0: I mean, it it's has terrible. to be awful. Think about it. It's it's been years now. You don't know what happened to your daughter. I'm sure no parent wants to imagine that their daughter is dead. But now to see that your daughter might be potentially being held captive.
1: Yeah, seven That's years later. So, horrible. I, I guess the one thing I would like to clarify is, is it like an old video or do they think it's a like okay. a recent video?
0: Well, let's get more into this. So soon after, Antigua police announced that they were trying to track down the man and the girl in this video to yeah. see if they had connections to Keila's disappearance. However, they discovered it was simply an amateur horror short film.
1: You've got to be kidding me.
0: Nope. And the man and the girl were actors with no connection to Keila, or her disappearance. Oh. And in a statement, the actors expressed their condolences towards Keila's family for the misunderstanding. Oh, that's horrible, isn't it? It's it's absolutely horrible. I mean, Hope gave an interview where she said, "You don't you don't understand that." girl looks like my daughter sounds like my daughter yeah you know and then to hear no it's not her they're just two actors you know
1: yeah i mean not not to blame them in any way that's they're doing some horror movie you know but
0: yeah oh, that's terrible it sounds awful now for kayla's friends and family not only did it you know reopen past wounds but it added salt to them as well yeah now despite the league going nowhere there was a sense of relief with the Berg family Now, Jimmy, Kayla's brother, told the WASA Daily Herald how the ordeal renewed public attention towards Kayla's disappearance, something that obviously it started to lack. Right. So he said in a quote, this video has given the family everything we want, except the one thing we really want, which is answers. Yeah. I bet.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Now, Kayla has now been missing for almost 12 years. To those that had the privilege of knowing her, she was more than than her disappearance and more than that viral video. Mm-hmm. She was a friend, a sister, a daughter, a cousin, a classmate, and she was a joy to be around. Now, Kevin was charged with second degree reckless endangerment of a minor since he did admit to smoking pot with Kayla on the night of her disappearance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But a judge citing a lack of evidence dropped the charges.
1: I mean, I guess that's true. You're just admitting to doing that. But there's no proof, right?
0: Yeah. So Kevin, as well as Miguel, they stopped cooperating with investigators. And Kayla's father, James, unfortunately passed away in 2011. Yeah, it's horrible. He never found out what happened to his daughter. So sad. Mm Mm-hmm now hope still resides in antigo and and holds out hope that one day she'll find out what happened to her daughter now kayla's family still doesn't know what happened to her but they will never stop searching for her i mean that that's like any parent you know now the fbi is offering a twenty thousand dollar reward for any leads leading to the investigation If you have any information regarding the disappearance of Kayla Berg, please contact the Antigua Police Department.
1: I can't believe there's nothing on this case. Like, I really thought the video was going to be what you're going to lead to. Mm -hmm. But this is literally just a mystery. There's nothing.
0: It's a complete mystery. She just disappeared. Now, remember, there are those hits that the cadaver dog did find that do tie back to Kevin. But... I couldn't find the reason why that's still not enough. I mean, obviously, because I guess technically they didn't find anything. Yeah, I mean, there's they, no DNA.
1: There's nothing there's really there. There's nothing.
0: You know, the the cadaver dogs just picked up on the scent. Yeah. You know, but what I find interesting is that these particular dogs are trained for human decompensation, not just any, you know what I mean? So, because a lot of times it's like a dog could be picking up, um... The death smell of an animal. Yeah. Not necessarily a human. Right. But these dogs are trained to sniff out a human. Yeah. That's, that's... to me, I mean, that's a big deal. And the fact that they were able to tie back, you know, to locations. I mean, it was the car. Mm -hmm. Kevin's car. It was um, his his parents' house and the potato farm that he worked at. Wow. You know? But, again, they haven't obviously there's not enough evidence and you yeah. know we don't know we don't know what happened but there's not much on her case
1: yeah and it just makes sense like why would you have that scent in your mm-hmm. car or and whatever, who knows you know? right
0: how strong was the scent we don't yeah. know you, right yeah it could be very faint and maybe there's an explanation for it yeah. i i really don't know but it's, it's very sad, and I found her case very interesting, like I said, because there's nothing. Other than you take that out, and there's nothing. There's the, the hoax video, which is horrible, yeah. you know? And that's it. Yeah. And I mean, because of this video that went viral is the reason why it's...
1: Kind of got more attention. It got more started, attention. They looked at again, right?
0: Right. So I'm hoping that maybe with us covering her story that... You know, maybe I'll spark something else. Maybe, you know, somebody will remember something or I don't know. It's just it's very odd and it's very sad that there's nothing. There's no leads, it seems like.
1: Yeah, it's really sad. It really, really sad.
0: If you want to look at pictures and want more information on the cases we cover, you can head over to True Crime Weekly dot com. You can also follow us on Instagram at Podcast True Crime Weekly. And please don't forget to support this show by going to truecrimeweeklypodcast.com forward slash support the show. And I would truly love it and appreciate it if you would leave a five-star review and subscribe onto Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen. The only way that people find out about us is through subscribers and reviews. Thanks for listening.